0: Welcome, 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 and you are tuning into the Positive Deposit Podcast, where we transform minds to change lives. I am your host, Presley Nelson Jr., proud president and CEO of Positive Deposits, and usually we have uh, doctors, survivors, um, and even caregivers, but we have a special, special, special someone, and you're probably, um, if you're watching this, Uh, video you're probably like oh they look like they uh, know each other and yes so I decided to bring on someone that means a lot to me on this podcast today and that is my own mother so um, her name is Andrea Gentry so welcome to the show Andrea. Thank you thank you. Okay okay well um, just give a little bit about yourself and then we'll jump into this conversation.
1: Oh well, I am the proud mother of Presley Nelson Jr., the CEO of Positive Deposits. Um, me, I'm simple. Uh, I like a lot of things They're diff- organized in certain ways. Um, I'm set in my ways. I'm fun loving, cheerful most of the time, but for the most part, uh you know, I really enjoy life as it is now, you know, now that my children are grown and they're out the house, you know, the empty nester.
0: So, you know, I'm just me. Awesome. Awesome. So, well, thank you for coming on today. So, um, you know. You for having me. Oh, no, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. I'm, I'm a little nervous a little bit because <laughs> depending on what I might ask you, you're either going to be exposing me or, uh, <laughs> but no. Um so this, this podcast, as you know, as you've been a, a fan of and watching and even, you know, being on the board of, um, we are here to transform minds and change lives. And so I brought you on the show today because I wanted to get a different perspective and um, something in something that is close um, knit as cancer, but also being a mother of a survivor. And so uh, let's jump right into it. So uh Andrea, when was your first encounter with cancer and how did it affect you?
1: Well, my first encounter with cancer was with my father. Mm. Um, He um, had a mass on his chest. Um, An engine fell on his chest um, while he was at work. And he just thought it was just a cough or some congestion or whatever. And come to find out, it... Turned out to be cancer. In his wow, life.
0: what what type of cancer was it? Lung cancer.
1: It was lung cancer. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, My dad worked in Maine. Okay. Now, when um, you found out about that, how old were you? Fourteen. How did that affect you? Or
1: as a fourteen-year-old, you don't think about <laughs> any kind of ailments illnesses cuz you, you you don't even picture it as important or something tragic
0: yeah you,
1: you don't even see that that death is looming because yeah. my father was really ill cuz he does he didn't like doctors so he just definitely didn't go to the hospital didn't check it out so it progressed and thought um, nothing out of it lived day to day you know I'm 14 I'm thinking my dad's going to be here uh, he's just in the hospital. I'll see him tomorrow. Mm. And that day never came.
0: Wow. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. So, The grandfather I never met, but I heard he was the man. I he heard was. he was the man. So uh, rest in peace, grandpa. Well, um, so now let's move forward to the, the next time. You know, what was it like hearing from me? When um, your own child now uh, gave you that call in, in 2012,
1: unbelievable. <laughs> it was like this is not right. This is not happening.
0: Yeah, it
1: was. It was. He's lying. He just going a- <laughs> of. he's just. He's all right. Yeah. Then it turned into wow. Are you serious? <laughs> Playback went all the way back to infancy when Mm. I had you, when uh, you walked and You know, it was really almost like I was rewinding and remembering who you are, your graduations, uh, college, you know, just the person that you were in all the states that we were in. And I I couldn't believe
0: it. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So, um, with that, you know, for those mothers that have a child um, that may encounter cancer, what would you say is the, the going through it? And now, mind you, we've gone through it twice, right? Amen. Um, Amen. During that first time, what was what what gave you strength to get through that? Because that was a shocker, you know, out of the blue random you know almost three o'clock in the morning and you get this call right. that will that will not only change his life but change your life as a parent what did you do to prepare to get through that
1: you don't prepare at all uh, but when you find out about it the the for the most part uh, you gotta find the strength the inner strength so you can be strong for your child Mm. Because you don't want them to see you sweating and, and looking crazy and pitiful, not to say that you know that's not the first emotion. you just don't let them see that. You yeah. want to be strong for them. Yeah. And preparing for that would be like after the fact. Gosh. Because it, it's a hard pill to swallow when you think of what cancer has done in the past to many. That it would be something that would be in your life right now. Wow. You don't even think about it. But you you try to be strong and yeah. you you work at it. It's a progressive thing. It takes <laughs> one second, one day at a time, because one of the things that kept me strong is you. That positive <laughs> demeanor, like here I am thinking you're gonna be like oh whoa it's me and you're like hey what's going on hey everybody come on in you know i'm here for just a minute things are gonna be okay what what you know it was really a uh a, a different way of, of perspective that helped me to start getting stronger for you
0: mm. Mm.
1: that was awesome
0: it's always a funny story um and, but i like to i can always tell it but i like to hear from your perspective What was your favorite moment while, when I was in the hospital?
1: Oh my goodness. (laughs) The strong support system that you had in your family, your friends, your fraternity, your sorority. I mean, standing room only was all I could describe. (laughs) And it was like, who are these people that and where did he know all these people? Because you know, you are um, one of a kind person and your personality exudes and it's a, like a magnet to others. Yeah. And it's a positive magnet. And it's yeah. just the way that you carried yourself, that all these people were willing to come together yeah. and support you during this time. It was, it was just amazing. That
0: whole entire waiting room was all your guests, <laughs> amen. Yeah, I um, I remember when the nurse was, you know, said that that floor you're not even supposed to have that many guests. Yeah, you know, and but just the the relationship that I you know poured into with the nurse um, in a very positive but very humbling way, she allowed me to have the guests that I, that came to see me. And, yeah, um, it was the, amazing. It definitely was, and it it does just, just goes to show like uh, how you are as a person, your integrity, your character goes a long way, especially in that time yes. of need. And so it was definitely um, <clears throat> it was definitely amazing, uh, especially having the standing room only. I'm a, I'm gonna use that now. See the different perspective, standing room only.
1: <laughs> well, the evidence was in that picture.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that
1: picture was like. <laughs> And then the heat in the room—that was just, <laughs> <that>. <laughs> you
0: know what they say, <laughs> right, right, right. We're not even gonna go there. We're not, not gonna,
1: gonna go, go
0: there. there. We're not gonna <laughs> go there. Um, how was it? Take how was it being a caregiver? You know, as, from a mother's perspective. You know, um, during the, the during the first time and during the second time. Well, actually, no. Let's talk about the first time. We're going to switch to the second time. But from the first time, you know. How was that, you know, just shifting and, and now helping, you know, your son, who was battling this, this, this disease that they say that most people can't survive from?
1: It, I felt like I had two left thumbs.
0: Mm, Talk to us a little bit about that.
1: It was more or less like, what do I do? Um, How do I, how do I take time off? How do I see Mm. him through? What, what is it that I can do to help him? you know, feel better after chemo, what Mm. I just felt a little helpless, but you learn how to um, help the way that the patient needs help.
0: That's important. That's, I'm glad you said that.
1: Because there was a lot of things that go on within the person that they can't express or articulate, Mm. especially after the treatment.
0: Yeah. And
1: you don't want to overwhelm them because first of all they they went through the the treatment and then they're just trying to like make sense of it all in their own minds. Right. And their bodies are going through this transformation. Yeah. And you just don't want to be the one to upset the balance that they're trying to figure it out. So what I find what I found was whatever you need me to do, that's what I would have to do. And then
0: learn from that. So I, you know, and it's funny that you say that because it's very important for anybody that's going through cancer. Um, the the support around them has to have that type of mentality. And and as even from a mother, that's hard, right? Because you yeah. want to do everything that you think that will help, you know, um, ease the pain or mm. to help. Um, massage the hurt <laughs> or the, the mental right? right but um no I concur you know you kind of went with the pace of how I was feeling and what, whatever I raised rose my hand to say hey I need your help um and um especially because you know me I don't know why but I always wanted that Jamaican food <laughs>
1: right whatever you want
0: yeah yeah but that <laughs> that was um,
1: my mentality whatever you want just tell me yeah. What can I
0: do? Yeah. How
1: can I help?
0: No. Nah, and and, it, and it, it helped. And even when you took me to those visits and things of that nature, making sure that, I mean, you took off time for work, you know, to make sure whatever you could do in that moment was you were readily available. And I mean, obviously a parent would do that, but you know, it's important that, um, you know, you, you make yourself available, right. If you can. Yes. And, and that
1: was the one thing I wanted you to know that, um, there's no job in, in my mind for family yeah, or anyone in my family. There's no job that's over you. Whereas mm-hmm. I can't say, I'm, I'm sorry, I need to leave. Right, I, right. I need time off. Right. Uh, my son needs me or my daughter needs me. Yeah. My grandchild needs me. My husband needs me. I'm going to need to leave for a while. So do the necessary things that you have to do. And, and the blessing was that I was able yeah and I just thank God that I was able and sitting in those waiting rooms it was kind of dismal because there was a lot of chitter chatter about really negative things but I was grateful that I could glean off of your positivity
0: yeah because
1: I tell you if you are Weak. Well, I, I can't say weak-minded, but if your mind is susceptible to gloom and doom, mm-hmm. you will fall prey to that yeah. kind of conversation and start thinking negatively and start thinking, "Oh, this is the end. There's no hope." And that was the last thing that I wanted to eat. <laughs> right.
0: Right. As you uh,
1: just, you, I'm gonna tell you, you are a trooper. Yeah. Or like the, the pioneer of how you should react. When you go through something as hard as cancer.
0: Yeah. within your body. Yeah. No, I mean, i that's the strength of God. You know, um, yeah. as soon as I found out that I got diagnosed, um, you know, I said a prayer with a friend. Um, and I just told God, if you can get me through, Howard, you can get me through these other yeah. you know, storms in life you can definitely get me through cancer. And so I adopted that mentality. It was a mentality shift for me. And I never looked back, you know, I never looked back. And so uh, the strength of positivity came from the one above, but also too, I just had to reinforce that I can still live. You know, cancer is not the death of me. And um, it was amazing. Uh, Something comes to mind um, when we were sitting in the, the doctor's office and, you know, those two gentlemen um, uh, uh, came from my job, remember that? Yeah. And how how did that make you feel to know that the company actually cares? You know, that was my district manager and area president coming and, you know, I never told him that I was coming there, but how did that, how did that make you, you know, perceived like, hey, uh, his job even supports this. What, what was that feeling? Because I know you were surprised as well too.
1: Oh yeah, I, I was just thinking, wow, you <laughs> must have like some serious clout here because um, <laughs> you must have been, well, you are a model employee, enough for a CEO and a general manager to come. Like not too many, people in those type of positions would stop pause and check on an employee yeah. but i was impressed Yeah. I, I, I was also impressed with what type of employee you were to them that yeah. you were valued and that's yeah. what made me feel great is the fact that they valued you yeah. and they cared about your well-being enough to even make a
0: business no yeah I, and that's i mean you know for those that are listening And fire viewing, I'm going to say this, that's the reason why I I stayed with Wells Fargo. Um, It was a company that I didn't tell them where I was at. And literally the area president and the DM came and said, you know, we heard and we just wanted to make sure that you know that you still have a job, but we want to support you in this fight. And you don't hear that often, you know, because sometimes some companies just treat you as a number, you know, and it's like, hey, okay, get, get well soon, we'll see you when you get back. But to have that, that was a game changer for me. And you yes. know, um, it was also a blessing. So I'm grateful for that. And so obviously, we, we, you know, I finished, you know, treatment and life is good, right? Life is good okay. um,
1: What's going on as usual.
0: Yeah, never stops. The marathon continues. And then um, five years later, um, it happens again. It happens again, five years later in, in not only a different form, because the first one was Hodgkin's lymphoma, but now we're seeing the other side of lymphoma, the non-Hodgkin's in stage four. And, um, talk to me about that, you know, something that we thought was gone, but how did that affect you then now being a second caregiver as a mother?
1: Well, you know, being prepared was uh, it was helpful in the mm. beginning, but you don't prepare so that you can prepare again. You right. <laughs> your your mindset is okay. He's good. He's oh, this is over. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. You know, but um, it made me feel I, I was really disappointed in a lot of things. I was disappointed mm. in the medical community. I was disappointed with the way that God had helped, dealt you this card. And then, you know, I was blaming God sometimes. Wow. And other times I was <coughs> blaming you because I was thinking, well, maybe if he da- did this or, or
0: did that. Wow, I never knew you felt it. that way. Wow.
1: I was thinking maybe you could have changed your habits. Your, your <laughs> well, indulgence being too busy <laughs> being too busy being um just keeping up with not thinking about that ever coming back yeah you know so it, i was disappointed in a lot of things and the uh, the one thing that it did for to me it um it just devastated me cuz i said no not again wow but then, you know, you you go into that mode, you go into that pity moment, but then you say, wait a minute, <laughs> it's not about me. Yeah. It's about helping my son get through this. And it was even more powerful, the positive nature that you displayed. That was even more powerful because it yeah. was like no negativity in this room. If you got, if, excuse me, if you have anything negative, don't even bother to come and that, yeah was the one thing that I made sure, watchdog at the door, don't come in here with any negative vibes because you will be kicked
0: out. Yeah, gotta Um, go. I did do
1: a lot of blame game in the beginning, but um, it it had to shift to, we gotta kick this thing. Yeah. We gotta gotta get this thing out and nip it in the bud once and for all, and that's, That's where it was ending.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. You know, um, when we I'm celebrate, sorry, this,
1: revealed that to you.
0: <laughs> it's okay. Hey, this is why we are here. You know, it's it's natural. The courageous conversation of that is is giving that real perspective of we beat this, and now it comes back, and then it's like, right. well, did did you do something wrong, or you know, like what God, what's up, what's what's going right. on, you know, like five years free, you know, and that's like the the benchmark of like, you're good. And now it comes back in a different form. And, um, you know, for me, it was, it was different because at that time I was like being on my health kick. Remember I was running, I was doing all this stuff, eating right, like really, really eating right. I was like a vegan slash vegetarian slash. No, I'm not eating carbs, keto. And I'm thinking that in that space, I'm losing all this weight. I'm doing good. However, it was the cancer kicking in, deteriorating me Man. inside, and so um, it was different. But one thing I loved about you and and also Leslie, you guys was in full force. You know, um, it was the first time you guys were definitely there, but second time you guys were full force and just making sure, taking me to visits, making making sure I had blankets and and food and just anything, and so. I just want to thank you for your continued support and not because you have to, because you don't have to, but the love and support was like, we're going to get you through this uh, once again. And so it's so very important to have family that will never stop fighting for you
1: Amen. because
0: what you don't know is even though I may not have said much that seeing you take off again, you know, but seeing you bring, uh, things that have helped me or just checking in with me, praying with me, that went a long way to help me just to, to to fight those dark times. Cause I definitely had some dark times, you know, um, to because it, it messes with your mental like, well, I thought I did everything right. You know, I had the best doctor, you know, shout out to Dr. Suthy. He's amazing. I mean yes. and, and talk to us about that. How important is to to have a doctor that supports the patient because you were in those meetings with me. Right. And so, and Dr. Sethi was the truth.
1: Yes. At first, I didn't
0: trust him. Why didn't you trust him?
1: Because I I just, I just felt that he is a part of uh, science.
0: Mm. And he's
1: just one of those persons who, you're his experiment. And I didn't, I didn't like knowing because the hospitals and doctors, because after my dad passed, you know yeah. there was they really didn't i felt they didn't do enough for him so okay. i just felt that i couldn't trust this doctor he just using you as a guinea pig he's gonna pick and prod and poke and do this yeah and so i'm not feeling you right now so after a while though he was very informative Yep, and he took the time yeah and he never never ever said oh I'm busy, he always stopped and talked to you. Yeah. And he let you know. He let you ask questions. He showed yep. you charts. He yes. um, gave you like information. He yep. told you what's possible and what's not possible. Yeah. And he did, he just gave that overall concern, despite you know, the fact that he's in science and medicine. And you know, for the most part, there are a lot of doctors that would just like be like a fast food restaurant here.
0: Yeah, throw
1: you throw you to the side and keep it moving. But he, he, he was the best.
0: Yeah. Now, I mean, I um, Doctor Sethi, and hopefully I can get him on the show. I, I hopefully he will come on the show be because awesome. because the coming into his office, you can tell that especially uh, patients of color. Mm -hmm. um, respected him, would wait for him. You know, it was, it was that culture he created in the office to where like, you felt like family and he never pressured me into anything. He always said, Hey, I'm going to give you this information let me know what you want to do. Um, but this is what we have to do, you know, to, for you to get better. And even when there was like studies of like new findings about things of, Large B cell lymphoma because it was very rare. And so that was just amazing that he took out that time. So I'll say to anyone listening to this, like one, and this is if you have your parents coming in with you, make sure that if they have a, a preconceived notion, let time tell what's yeah. going on, because if that doctor is going to be a good doctor, your parents and your family gonna know. You know, that's right. Um, they're going to know. And I'm sure if if Dr. Sefti gave us any reason to shift, my mother would definitely say, hey, you know, I'm not going to say this in front of the doctor, but look, I think you need a new doctor. And there's it, nothing wrong with a second opinion. You know, there's nothing wrong with having that. And so, um,
1: you know, I did actually want you to go somewhere else because I was, I was really wow. calling, like, let's let's revisit this. because yeah. like, I don't think this man is like on the up and up, but I was wrong. Yeah. Dr. Sethi was very, very transparent with
0: everything. Yes. And I, and that's what I loved about him because tell me the truth, even if I, if I don't if I won't even like it.
1: Right.
0: You know, a lot of doctors won't tell you the truth. A lot of doctors like to tiptoe. And I tell anybody, if you are a patient, not only know your information, but definitely ask questions, the tough questions, not the easy questions. And tell them, yo, you can tell me. It's Okay. Because we need to prepare our minds to start uh, shifting again.
1: Exactly. And going
0: and so um, I'm gonna lighten this up. So how did you, so now you are the secretary of Positive Deposits? What does it feel? What how how is this, that experience being um, on the board and working with the organization that um, came out of the second the second um, round of fighting cancer?
1: Well, it feels really good. Like you're making a difference in the lives yeah. of others because I know God brings us through experiences yeah. so that we'll be able to help others through their experiences. Right. Because we know how it feels. We've been in their shoes. We understand the times that they're going to have to spend in that chair with the with the wires in their body moving yeah. medicine through them. We understand the the person that's going to wait until they're done. And then when they're done, the person is gonna help them to the car, get yeah. them comfortable at home, make sure that they have the things that uh, they need. So being a part of that experience is great because you can give back. Yeah. Some people don't know that they can give back just because they went through the experience. Yeah. But you yeah. can, and this is a way and a means to do so. Yeah. So this is it's a great opportunity. I appreciate you.
0: Hey, I mean, you know, I had to get, I had to, you know, invest in someone that invested in me. And um it's my it's my honor and pleasure to have you a part of the the change that we're making in, in in people's lives. And so it's been it's been pretty good. Um when the doctors told me, obviously I wouldn't have kids, right? Um, and being your first child, and now this is before, how how you know, she, for y'all know, she always jokes. Oh, I'll never have you know kids, and um, you're my first, and obviously my siblings had kids. How how did that make you feel? You know, what what came to mind when you know the doctor said it may not be possible? No,
1: the I, devil is a lie. That that's amen.
0: what came to mind. And why why is the devil a liar?
1: <laughs> because man, what God can do, man can't. So I I totally. Felt like that's not gonna happen
0: <laughs>
1: because um, you know we we put a lot of stock in the facts that the doctors know what they're doing. Yeah. They went to school, this, that, the third. But God is above all that. Amen. And I truly believe that you would have a child. I didn't know when. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I said it's gonna happen though. But yeah. I had to trust in God on that one. Yeah.
0: Because yeah.
1: he's they can say what they want. They can. When Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. And Amen. And gave you a beautiful, my beautiful grandbaby, Nova Monroe Nelson.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And that was the miracle that came out of that, oh, you might not be able to have kids. Yeah. And it, just God showing himself up.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I'll be honest with you, you know, like I know people that froze their sperm and things of that nature. And so to um, have the unexpected happen, um, it's only a gift from God, you know, yeah. and that's why her name is Nova with an H and that is the gift from gift from God. And and so um, how does it feel like, you know, let me like know How does it feel to be a grandmother from your first child? Yeah, you know, you've been you've been mana for a while but you know from your first child how does it feel look at you already going up on right. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: just the way it is they bring that inner peace that inner joy my grandchildren are just the best they're the epitome of love and just to have nova her excitement that she knows me as mana and that she can She knows that she can come to me at any point in time and be loved. And to know that I have her and I'm able to see her in this time. You know, we got the COVID thing going on and we got all these different events happening around us, but God blessed enough for her to be a part of my life and bond with the quality time that we have. And Mm. I'm just, um, it feels awesome. It's beyond awesome, actually, because now I can't, I can say, when's the next one coming?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> Nova, know, Nova, Nova is a super. Yeah, more. <laughs> <laughs> right. God, please bless him, bless him with more children. Right, more and,
1: more, know, and more
0: and more. More and more and more. <laughs>
1: and bless me to see them all.
0: Amen, amen. No, it's, uh, you know, I, I appreciate, you know, y- your perspective because, um that was a moment where I was, you know, a little vulnerable, like, man, what if this doesn't happen? You know, I joke with I joke with you all the time and say, man, you'll be fine. But what if it didn't, you know? And so um, that's another motivation. Now it's the why, right? right. Of my legacy that, you know, she can share her history of her legacy in that piece. And like, gives her the strength, like if she encounters somebody with cancer, she's like, well, I know my dad, you know, and he beat it twice. And that, that, that alone is a blessing before she even knows it's a blessing. And so that's that. Um, so what do you think, you know, and I always want to ask, what do you think is, um, as a parent, you know, going. What was the most important thing going through it the second time to equip you? But you know, what did you what did you do to push through? Because it wasn't easy. It was not easy to see your son go through it again. Um, you know, how strong how strong was your faith, and how did faith play a p- part in all this the second time?
1: You know, so the word tells you to pray without ceasing, and. Um... the the pushing through part had to come from a source outside of man. Yeah. Because the Holy Spirit can bring you peace of mind. Yeah. Because when you leave things in God's hands, God is in control of everything. He controls everything. He created this earth. So the, the thing that kept me one you into God and the only reason why I put it in that order was because I had to see the positivity first Ooh. and see we're all like that we, we we're like any any human being wants to see the evidence yeah. like I want to see the evidence of what this thing is right right I want to see like exact because that's how I am seeing is believing but you know it says that you have to have faith in in the things that you can't see. So because of what I saw in you, what I couldn't see, I had to rely and depend on God for.
0: Mm. So
1: it 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 was really like
0: <laughs>
1: like, okay, my faith is gonna grow even right. more now. And then here comes baby Nova, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. That's only God. So what prepares you as a mom is like, you have to be stronger than your son or your daughter or whoever's going through it. Yeah, You have to be stronger than that. And you have to believe that God is going to bring them through. Whatever yeah. the Lord brings you, you have to see that it's his will, his way. Yeah, Cause there's a lot of things we want our way, but not our will be done, but thy will be done. And so that's what helped me the most.
0: Amen. Amen. Now, so now let's, let's bring it all together. Right. 14 father passes away from cancer. You don't understand it, but you are, you know, like cancer in my mind took away my, my dad. Now let's do to 2019. Your son has beat cancer twice. You see it with a positive. Now, what is your overall perspective when it comes to cancer?
1: When it comes to cancer, positivity is very, very important. Positive attitude, positive perspective, a positive mindset. Even though you don't feel it, get it. Mm. If the one thing that you can't do when you're going through some an illness or anything is to feel like woe it's me
0: oh yeah I'm not,
1: make, I'm not gonna make it oh this has killed this person that person but that's not where you need to go yeah your perspective has to remain on that level of positivity and i got that from you <laughs> <laughs> you just held that positive um The thing that line high it was really a high standard that everyone had to meet anyone who came around you had to meet that standard if they didn't meet the standard they had to go
0: yeah just
1: that one monkey would stop the show because they would they would bring it down but everyone had to be upbeat they had to be hype they had to know that you were going to get through this
0: yeah
1: i just say that you know i at 14 I'm thinking about <laughs> bubble gum boyfriends and other things. <laughs> you know, my dad passed away. Yeah, I miss him. I love him, but um, I didn't realize what the what was it that took him. Mm. It wasn't a factor. It was a non-factor yeah. in my mind. I just knew that it was cancer. Yeah. But now seeing you go through it, it's like this is something real. Yeah. Real disease. It's it's a <laughs> debilitating. It could it's devastating. It takes a lot out of a person. It sucks the life out of them. But you have to have that positive vibe. Positive. Yeah.
0: Good
1: vibes yeah.
0: only. Positive vibes only. P V O. P V O. Yes. Well, man, this has been a very delight and treat, you know, um, having you on the show. Uh, and As we ask all of our guests, all of our guests, uh, we ask them for three positive deposits that they would give to whether it's a mother, being a caregiver, or just even a a recently diagnosed patient. So what are three things um, that you can share or you think that are important for others to take heed when they're going through this journey with cancer um, and survivorship?
1: first thing um i would say to a parent or anyone who's a caregiver a mom is cry alone Mm. you don't want to see your your, you don't want your child to see you crying or sad about the situation but cry alone because then you get it out okay the second thing after you finish crying get to that positive space yeah because you have work to do you're gonna need the strength to to be able to take them wherever they have to go. You have to be able to like accommodate them at every cost. And you have to just like put yourself aside just for the sake of making sure that your child, your son or daughter, they have what they need.
0: Yeah.
1: The that they need it. And the third thing is take care of yourself because that's gonna bring everything together. You got to stay upbeat. You got to stay real with yourself and, and just be real and, and pray to God that you get that strength because that's where it's going to come from.
0: Wow, man. So you heard it right here. Cry alone. Get it together <laughs> and, and stay positive. That Was those the three? Was that the last three? Did I ruin it? I think I'm no. going
1: <laughs> cry alone, get it together and stay prayed up
0: stay prayed up. The other P, the other we'll
1: P. We'll take that. We'll take
0: those three. <laughs> <When you> <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, I love you. I love you to the, to the moon and you. back. You um, you are a true inspiration. Um, there, there's a lot of things that you haven't instilled in with me. And um, I'm glad to, to know that you are the woman that birthed me.
1: Well, I thank God, because hey, whew, you are something else.
0: You were the biggest baby. <laughs> biggest. Okay, okay, okay. We're not going, we're not gonna get into t- TMI, TMI, TMI. But um, you know, um, Andrea, if people want to reach out to you, you know, from a mother's perspective and things of that nature, how can they how can they reach out to you? Are you on Facebook or are you on Instagram? Um, tell the world, tell the people that are listening how they can, you know, reach out to you.
1: You know, you can go through the um, Positive Deposit email, andrea at positivedeposits.org. Yep. And just send me an email. Just let me know how you're feeling. If you you just want me to listen, that's what I'm here for. You know, anything that you need or you have questions or anything, just reach out that way.
0: Yeah. Are you on Facebook as well?
1: I'm on Facebook, but um, I'm under... um, jash992000 at gmail.com.
0: Well, can we find you by your name? If we type in your name, can we find you that way, too?
1: Yes. Okay. I'm on Instagram, too, as Damana. Damana. And I'm on Twitter.
0: Okay, okay. So I
1: have a different platform, so a Twitter handle I don't need to use.
0: Okay. Well, like she said, you can reach her at Damana um, on Instagram, D-A-H underscore M-O-N-N-A-H. You can look her up by her name. But also, too, you can email her, you know, at Andrea at positive deposits.org. If you need a prayer, if you need, you know, that support, she is there for you, for mothers, for parents, just for for anyone, you know, she um, she is readily available. So, um, you know, we have definitely transformed minds and changed lives. And this perspective alone was was amazing. But also, too, it was very informative And um, and well needed, you know, I I don't think we talk about it enough. And that's why we're having this crazy conversation. So um, as you know, you can catch this on all streaming platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and you can see this live interview on our YouTube channel. So um, but before I go, you have to visit our website, www.positivedeposits.org, donate, support this nonprofit because it's well needed in our communities and it's going to make a difference. And so once again, we have transformed minds to change lives, Live, excuse me. And we're signing off until next time.
1: Until next time.
0: All right.